Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Folks, today I'm going to play for you a program that we did back in the spring. It was during a time when our nation was just getting into the issues of COVID-19. At that time, we really didn't know how serious this virus was going to be. We just knew things were you know, breaking loose in Europe. Uh, of course, China first as it came out of there. Italy had gone, you know, kind of crazy there, the hospitals filled and and so on there, and kind of panic was beginning to happen here a little bit in our nation, and our government uh, was just moving into a shutdown. We didn't know how many people were going to die from this virus. Our focus went to, is this judgment? And if so, how do we get our nations right? How do we get right with God? And I want to focus on that this week and talk about that in these broadcasts. Before we get into it today, let me remind you we're in our year-end fundraising appeal. We To finish the year in the black, we needed to raise $5,000. We're still in that process. Would you help us with a donation? Uh, you can do that by giving us a call or doing it online at our website, fortressoffaith.com. But we also need to build our army of donors. A fortress needs an army. We need you to stand uh, with us. And if you agree with us and you know believe that uh, America, North America needs to be uh, called back to repentance, that our sin is great before God and judgment will come if we continue in our sin, and we need a broadcast like this to get out to the airwaves to preach repentance, uh, preach revival, to preach the warning of judgment that is coming in different forms. God has many different tools in his tool bag. We've talked a lot about Islam because I believe that's an enemy that God is preparing for judgment. We'll continue to raise the alarm on that and talk about also about uh, trying to win Muslims to Christ because we can't blame them for Islam. But um, the fact is, folks, that our country is in trouble. And we need people to stand on that wall and to speak truth with clarity and with conviction, but we need your support. We need you to join with us and partner with us with a monthly donation. And we need to find uh, an extra $1,000 a month coming into this ministry uh, so that we can remain strong and bring in the staff we need to do the job. So would you give us a call to partner with us, $10 a month, $15, $20 a month, maybe 50 maybe 100 If 10 of you gave $100 a month, you know, we'd, we'd be there. The number to call is 800 616 That's 800 616 Or you can give safely, securely online at fortressoffaith.com. That's fortressoffaith.com. And you can set up a monthly donation, give a one-time donation to help us reach that $5,000 goal. Um, uh, or you want, if you want to send a check, please give us a call. We'll be glad to give you our address. Uh, if you want to write it down quickly, it's P.O. Box 3085, P.O. Box 3085, Bellingham, Washington, Bellingham, Washington, 98228, 98228. If you didn't get that, give us a call. The number is 800-616-0082. All right, let's get into it today. Uh, how do we bring our nation back 
to God. How does repentance happen for a nation? Here we go. And so we're going to be focusing for, for a little bit of time now more on how do we get back to God? How do we return back to him? And why is revival? Well, what is the working of revival? I mean, how does this actually work? I've been preaching now four weeks of revival in North Carolina. I have family out here and I spend, you know, I have, I have a home here and, and I deal with ministry on the East Coast and the West Coast and in between as I crisscross the nation. And the Lord has opened an opportunity for us to have this drive-in revival. Oh, folks, it's been amazing. It really has. And we've been talking about prayer. And we started a national prayer room. And we invite you to join us each, uh, each day, Monday through Friday, each weekday. We start at 12 o'clock noon on the East Coast time. That's 9 a.m. Um, Pacific Coast time, just after my broadcast ends on KARI, our home station. And you can join us. And you uh, to, to do that, you can go to our website, FortressOfFaith.com, FortressOfFaith.com. Click on the link. It will take you to the Zoom room that you can uh, register and join us in prayer and call on God for revival. We have got to stop talking about wanting revival and not putting forth the work that's involved to bring revival. Revival comes when God finds vessels that are genuine, that are um, serious about this. And that's why I think it's elusive to us because we're not willing to put in the effort to pray and pray consistently. And I've been talking often about these revivals that I have studied and the one that is so remarkable to me each and every time I keep getting drawn back to it because I see so much of it following the pattern of <clears throat> of Second Chronicles 7.14 so well. In others, there, it's there but not as clearly seen. And the record of this revival and the testimony of the first-hand witnesses of Duncan Campbell himself is so profound. And here's what he said, and I'm going to read from the transcript of, his, uh, of him giving his testimony of the Lewis Island awakening there off the coast of Scotland in the Hebrides. And he said, first of all, of course, it was the awareness of God. That, to me, was the outstanding thing. The presence, the fear of God in the parish and in the neighboring parishes. You could speak to any person and you would find them thinking about God and crying for mercy. And then he recalls the second thing that was of such significance. These two things were so paramount in the revival, in, a, in an awakening. And you'll read this also in the Great Awakening, the First Great Awakening in America, and in the Second Great Awakening, and any great revival, you'll see first their, their awareness of the holiness of God. And secondly, it was their deep, deep conviction of their own sin. I mean, the preaching, the kind of preaching that gets involved in revivals of Great Awakening 
is calling men to understand their wickedness and their enormities of their crimes before God. And I want to read to you from an old book. I mean, this goes back to the 1600s. It was written by Joseph Aileen. We call it Aileen's Alarm. He was a graduate of Oxford University. Probably you've heard, you probably haven't heard of Joseph Aileen, but you no doubt have heard of Charles Haddon Spurgeon. Charles Spurgeon, one of the great pulpiteers of the uh, late 1800s in London, very eloquent man. He himself, I mean, just reading his messages and, and just reading them and referring to them is proof enough. But I want to go to uh, Joseph Helene. This is who Charles Haddon Spurgeon would read. These are the men that, uh, that influenced Spurgeon. He was a Puritan. And here he writes what happens to a man who becomes enlightened. When they, uh, when they get awakened and, and God manifests himself in such a way, here's what happens to a man. He that formerly thought that there was little hurt in sin now comes to see it to be the chief of evils. He sees the deformity and the filthiness of sin so that he is affrighted with it, loathes it, dreads it, flees from it, and even abhors himself for it. He that could see little sin in himself and could find no matter for confession now sees the rottenness of his heart, the desperate and deep pollution of his whole nature. He sees himself altogether filthy, corrupt, both root and branch. He writes unclean upon all his parts and powers and performances. He discovers the filthy corners that he was never aware of. And he sees the blasphemy and theft and murder and adultery that is in his heart of which before he was ignorant. He saw at one time no form nor comeliness in Christ no beauty that he should desire him. But now he finds the hidden treasure and will sell all to buy this field, Christ the pearl that he seeks. Oh, my friends, what brings true salvation to a man, to a woman, when they have godly sorrow? Second Corinthians tells us, for godly sorrow worketh repentance not to be repented of. It is that true contrition, the brokenness of a man's heart before God when he recognizes the enormity of their crimes before God. Instead of trying to fill their head with a false notion that they are a good person and that they have self-righteousness, that they're righteous in themselves, that they don't need God to save them. That God, when they prayed their prayer, God got a bargain when he joined God's team. That's not salvation. That's a false conversion, true conversion. And this is what revival does to a nation is when the, uh, saint, when the 
religious in the churches. And I believe our many of our churches are filled with false converts. And that's why we have so uh, why it's so impotent today. And I fear there's even false converts in the pulpit preaching. And that's why we're offering chicken soup messages to warm and tickle their ears and warm the heart instead of preaching the judgment and damnation we don't go there because it's not popular but my friends i'm here to tell you that if we want to see a revival in our nation we have to turn to the truth and the truth is is that our sins have angered god that we are in fear of his wrath god has made a place to pour out his wrath he made it originally for the devil and his angels but if you deny your deny God the truth and live under the illusion and lie to yourself that you're a good person, you don't need to be saved, you're religious. And you, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 7, many, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name and done all these great, wonderful things? God's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. Oh, we've got to get honest with this. We need to start praying to God that the power of the Spirit of God would reveal the truth of our own hearts and of our nation. If we expect our nation to get revived, we must get right first for judgment begins in the house of God. And I encourage you to join us in prayer each weekday, 12 noon on the East Coast, 9 a.m. on the West Coast. And call out to God for a mighty moving of revival.